everyone. My name is Brennan Moore. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to a Bad Batch Breakdown. That's the new name for my reviews of the Bad Batch. Bad Batch Breakdown. And today, we are breaking down the fifth episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch, entitled Rampage. So this takes us to Ord Mantell. Oh, Ord Mantell, which we've been hearing about since The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Han Solo mentions that a bounty hunter they met on he says, the bounty hunter we met on Nord Mantell convinced me otherwise. It was Han's decision after running into a bounty hunter on Nord Mantell to then go back and pay off Jabba the Hutt. That story, I'm not sure we've gotten that yet in canon. I'm going to have to do some research research on that. I know it was covered in Legends, but regardless, Ord Mantell is a planet that we've been hearing about for a long time. The Bad Batch go to Ord Mantell and meet with a character named Sid. Sid is a Trandoshan. Uh, who is a was described as kind of a Jedi informant during the Clone Wars. Sid is voiced by Rhea Perlman and Rhea Perlman is famous for playing Carla Tortelli in Cheers. She was nominated for 10 Emmy Awards and won four times and was nominated for seven Golden Globe Awards. So her stint as Carla on Cheers brought her a lot of accolades and a lot of recognition. And I did not realize until after watching the episode uh, that that was her voice, and it makes perfect sense to play this kind of maybe world-weary, slightly cynical character that you don't know whether you can trust or not. Yeah, the Bad Batch are kind of inexperienced when it comes to mercenary work. And what they're looking for is information on who is tracking Omega. Or rather, why Fennec Shan is trying to capture Omega, who set the bounty. Sid said she will help them. Sid tells the Bad Batch that she will help them, only in exchange that they do a job for her. Hunter at first seems a little confused by it. And Sid's like, um, this is how the mercenary business works. Now, 
they're very inexperienced with that kind of a trade-off. This is very much in keeping with what we saw in The Mandalorian, which is that the character will get the information or the item or whatever that they want in exchange for doing a bit of work for someone. So that's how this episode works. They need to do a job and rescue a character, a female character named Muti. Now, one detail before we take a break here is at the beginning of the episodes, the episode, the Bad Batch members give Omega the bracers, the armbands that belong to Crosshair. Some have wondered, as I have, is she going to be the replacement, in a way, for Crosshair in the Bad Batch? We saw that she was good with a blaster in the first episode. And later in this episode, she gets a, a bow, like a like a, a powered, what looks like a, a, a bow that is being used by the slavers. It makes me wonder, is she going to become the like sniper of the team? And also those braces are racers are yet another reminder that Crosshair is missing. I suspect that down the road we're going to get a storyline where the Bad Batch wants to go and rescue Crosshair. So, we'll see where that goes. And also, what's the deal with Wrecker's head injury? Kind of makes me wonder if his, uh, if his Order 66 chip is going to go nuts on him. Anyhow, speculation. But that is going to bring us to our break. When we come back, we will discuss the rescue of Muti. See you in a minute. Okay. So the Bad Batch goes to rescue this character named Muti. And um, they assume that this Feline, the Feline are uh, the green aliens, that there's a little girl there. They assume that's Moochie. And they have to move in, and these characters have been enslaved by the Zygarians. The Zygarians are these cat-like aliens that we saw in the Clone Wars who are slavers. That's That's kind of what they're their civilization is known for. There was a whole arc about it in the Clone Wars on the planet Kadabo. Anyhow, the Zygarians and their large creature, kind of a flying lizard called a Brezak. Well, unfortunately, the clones, as they move in, get captured. But not uh, Omega. Meanwhile, Sid gets a message from Bib Fortuna asking, when are they going to get Moochie back? 
And he says that Java is starting to get impatient. So it's interesting. So Omega at this moment is, is back on the ship on the Havoc Marauder because uh, she was told to stay there. She's making alterations to her trooper doll. Her doll that she got in the previous episode. Which, by the way, she refers to her trooper doll as a girl. I like that. That's kind of nice. Gonky is in there. And at this moment, some Zygarians board the ship. Omega hides, or rather... Or rather slips out one of the exits. I guess under her room is an exit. And Gonky does this hilariously funny and cute maneuver. Where he, like, tucks his legs up into his body. It's hilarious. It is hilarious. So anyhow, uh, Omega's out. Long story short, she needs to spring... The dad that who have been captured. So she finds a cage. And there's a creature inside. And she opens it. And out comes an adolescent rancor. And lo and behold, the rancor is Moochie. She's talking later. They When they rescue the, the little girl, the Saline girl, they say, you're, you know, you're Moochie. And her father, who's with them, is like, this isn't Moochie. And he points at the Rancor, it's like, that's Moochie. So the Rancor is Moochie. That's who they need to get back. Moochie goes on a rampage. Uh, this goes with the name of the episode. Also, uh, Omega gets a Zygarian energy bow. And then Moochie... Uh, Tech points out that, that that in order to tame Muji, Wrecker has to show his physical dominance, and she will obey. Until they fight their dominance, Muji eventually tires out and falls asleep. And Muji says she's really cute, or rather, Omega thinks Muji's really cute. So then they give Moochie back to Bib Fortuna. And and apparently Java really likes Moochie. Yeah, Java, I guess, has a thing for pets and his own son, which he calls Punky Muffin. But so I think Java has a slightly softer side when he's being a dad or when he's being a kind owner. You know, in case anybody's worried, Muti is not the rancor that Luke battles in Jala's Palace. The rancor that Luke battles, according to the book, according to the Aftermath trilogy, is named uh, Patissa, who is a male rancor. Muti is a female rancor. But it seems that Java likes his pets. So anyhow, they take Moochie back and and Moochie is now kind of friendly to Omega. Omega rides on her and Wrecker, you know, pets her. 
So I guess she really likes the bad patch. And um, so they go back, and Hunter's like, okay, who, you know, what's going on with Fennec Shand? And Sid does not know. Sid discovers that there's no information on that except that the, the her sources in the Bounty Hunters Guild say that somebody commissioned her to do it, a direct commission. But which is something that the Bad Batch was not aware of at this point. Now, who it is who sent Thenic Chand, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily want to make any assumptions. It could be the Kaminoans, though no say let Omega escape. So if it is, it's either the Prime Minister, Mama Sue, or somebody else. Or it's someone who knows what Omega is or what she's a clone of and wants her for that reason. So I don't know what that's going to lead to. But nonetheless, Sid's like, well, I'm good with secrets. Which Hunter looks like he may or may not believe. And that brings us to the end of the episode. This is a fun episode. There is a lot of cuteness from Omega and Moochie and Gonky. There were a lot of great funny moments. And I just love the, the chemistry that the Bad Batch have with each other. We get a little bit of world building with Lord Mantell and the the fact that it looks like the Zygarians are continuing their slavery practices because clearly the the Empire doesn't really care. And the Zygarians were outside the Republic, so they, they didn't um, ever get in trouble for it. But it's interesting to see them again. Um, Omega's got the energy bow, which looks really cool. Which some people have wondered, is that a connection in some way to the Night Sister energy bows? I don't know. I hadn't thought of that really until someone pointed it out. I love that Wrecker gets to kind of show dominance to Moochie. Because of all the Bad Batch, Wrecker is the most shall we say, Rancor-like of all them. I love that Omega saves the day. Uh, Omega is really getting to shine in this show. And she's just so cute. So I absolutely love this episode. It didn't give us some of the big answers that we were necessarily looking for. But I believe that patience is a virtue when it comes to Star Wars. The answers will be revealed in time. Right now, we need to take a step back and just enjoy the ride. And I certainly enjoyed this episode. So those are my thoughts and kind of a breakdown of Episode 5, Rampage. We'll see where things go next week. But I think we'll see Sid again, I imagine. And it'll be interesting to see where this leads. And also it'll be interesting to know her backstory. In what way did she serve as an informant in the Clone Wars? So it'll be interesting to know. My name is Brennan Marr. 
That noisy hearing is my ventilator, and thank you for tuning in to this bad match breakdown. May the force be with you.